and welcome to the Lifehouse Church Beloved Podcast. My name is Lena and I'm here with Carolyn and Debbie. Hello. Hello. And don't forget Mark the mic. Mark the mic. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a serious thing to say. We are continuing on with our podcast series on prayer. So we um, finished off by talking about um, conditions of, of prayer and we were looking at um, that a life of righteousness is, is that is based in faith gives glory to God. So that's a quote from Derek Prince. So we looked at having that reverent submission where we choose to yield ourselves to the Lord um, like Jesus did before the cross. We need to come with faith. Um, we need to ask and believe that we will receive and we need to put our trust in the good character and heart of God towards us. We need to pray in the name of Jesus. We need to approach God boldly and we need to have the right motive. So we've got to come with that right motive. If we're seeking to please ourselves, then we will find that we will not receive an answer to prayer. And Debbie, can you go on with the next condition, which is forgiving those who have hurt you? Yes. So, yeah, this is a pretty big one. (laughs) I'm sure at some point in everybody's life, we have had somebody who has hurt us. Um, but forgiving those who've hurt you is, can be one of the biggest and, and it's probably one of the most common, um, frustrations in our spiritual lives. It can also be the reason why we fail to get answers to our prayer. Now I know that I am almost a hundred percent sure that there's people listening to this going, but Debbie, you don't know what I've been through. And there's no way that I could ever forgive that person. And those exact words have been spoken to me. I've even thought those same words at at Mm. points in my life. But trust me when I say that, um, that, yeah, sorry, that I have definitely had those feelings myself. Um, And the only thing that that does is holding on to that forgiveness is hurts you and keeps Mm -hmm. you from God. So this is why forgiveness is crucial. Matthew 6, 14. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Verse 15 then says, But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sin. We talked about this in an earlier podcast as well. And just saying how massive that is on our eternity. Mm. So if we don't forgive others, then we're not going to be forgiven. Forgiveness isn't a feeling. It's not an emotion. You might not feel like doing it, but it is, it is a decision. And it's one that we have to make before we come to God to ask him to forgive us and to cleanse us. And right now in, um, People who are listening, you know, you might have unforgiveness in your life. And can I encourage you to just pause this podcast Mm. and right now go before God and forgive where you haven't forgiven before. Can I just say that it's so important what Debbie's saying because if you are holding on to unforgiveness and you justifying it, because let's face it, to hold on to it, we do justify, then you're you're in self-deception. Yeah. Because there is no justification for it. And, you know, and I am sensitive, as Debbie said, to, you know, there's some of you that, like, we could say, well, you have no idea what I've gone through. 
But you know what? If you hand it over to God and forgiveness and forgive the person, then He will deal with them. That's that's a huge thing too. You yeah. know, it's you need to hand it over to God to give Him the the free reins to, to have the, yeah. be the one to actually and He'll vindicate you person. and deal yep. with it, but not yep. while you're still holding on to it. Yeah. And you know, I often think as well. You know, um, I'm sure I know I, I did this bringing up my son, and I'm sure you girls will. You know, you, you often your kids will say, "Oh, but everybody else is doing it, or everybody's like," and it's like I don't care. And you know, I often think that's what God's saying to us. Mm. It doesn't matter. Give it to me. I still want because, like you said, you are the only person that you are the person that it's going to hurt the most, holding on to exactly. unforgiveness because it yeah. will create a bitter root as well. That's like drinking poison. Mm. And so, one of the reasons God wants you to forgive is for your own good. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's really important that, as Debbie said, that you pause and you go and deal with those issues. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's just a timely reminder to take a moment and look back at your life to all those hurtful situations and think it through. I was sitting down with a friend the other day and talking through some of the hurtful situations in her life and I was like, okay, well, have you forgiven this person? And she's like, oh, I've never even thought of that. And we were identifying like all these people that needed to be forgiven and she was holding on to without necessarily being Mm. conscious of it. It's a good timely reminder to sit down and go through that because this can be having a detrimental impact on Mm. your own life. Mm. And I think it's a a regular, you know, it's a good regular practice because there can be, you know, things we're interacting with people all the time and things can happen. And like you say, we might not even realize that we are Mm. holding on to Mm. something, you know, and we take offense and then think we've dealt with it. And sometimes we haven't. We've just pushed it down and, you know, we're holding on to that. So it's something we should do regularly. And, you know, if you're not sure as well, and and certainly there are times where you have forgiven and you may not be walking in unforgiveness. I'm not saying we're walking in all the time. But if you have any doubt and you're not sure, you can ask the Holy Spirit as well to bring things to your mind if there are people that you need to just, you know, choose to forgive. Yeah. And, you know, it's between you and God you're doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely take that time. Yeah. All right, so the next condition is that you need to be directed by the Holy Spirit. So the power of the Holy Spirit will work through our prayers as long as they align with God's word. Romans 8.14 says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. So this is, the in the, in the Greek, this is written as those who are regularly led or presently led. So it means like right now, led mm. by the Spirit. Okay, so we must be daily, continually led by the Holy Spirit. Let's look at Romans 8, verse 26 to 27. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. You know, there are times where we just don't know what we should pray for. Um, and we do not always know what to pray for, how to pray for it. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us. He can take over and pray through us according to the will of God. When we don't know what to pray, we can ask the Holy Spirit to pray through us. And this is why it's important to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. So when we truly yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit, He speaks through us in words we don't always understand, praying according to God's will what God is pleased to answer. 
And um, we talked, we joked around the, the first podcast on the serious thing about, um, you know, when we come to the end of ourselves that that um, that's when we start to pray. But <laughs> often it's like when we get to the end of ourselves, we need to remember that the Holy Spirit is more than yeah. capable. Um, so we need to yield ourselves to him and let him pray. And I think as well, Lena, you know, like, yes, definitely we can, you know, pray in the Spirit as well. Um but there's times as well where you just don't know what to pray and that's mm-hmm. where you'll never go wrong just saying, Father, your will be done, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, when you don't know what what it is in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've yeah, often found myself in that situation. Yeah. Just going, like somebody will say, this is the situation or I've been in a situation and I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what to mm. start with here, you know, and just, just by saying, you know, God, your will be done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there as well, you know, particularly if you, let's say you were praying for a person or about a person mm-hmm. as well. So praying that and also praying, well, Holy Spirit, bring encouragement or conviction because his job is to bring yeah. conviction. Then you're not violating the person's will and going into manipulation. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where we can easily do that when we start yeah. to actually pray specifically how we think God should change someone or deal with them or whatever, that's also dangerous. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. the right um, thing to do. So that just according to your will Mm -hmm. and, you know, you convict Holy Spirit, that's within God's, lines up with God's word as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's look at uh, Psalm 81 verse 10. It says, I am the Lord your God who brought you you up out of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. Mm. <laughs> That's such a cool promise. Yeah. <laughs> Open wide your mouth and I'm going to fill it. And remember the Bible tells us to pray continually and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Um, so we are not able to pray continually in our own strength. Yeah. We'll very quickly get to the end of our strength and understanding. But if we yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit, he will fill us and he can pray through us in tongues and in groanings we don't understand all the time. Mm. When you look at Song of Songs um, 5 verse 2, it says, I slept but my heart was awake. Listen, my beloved is knocking. Um, and it's talking about how we, you know, because of the Holy Spirit, we have the ability to pray even while we are asleep. Um how cool is that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we can't pray, but the Holy Spirit can. <laughs> I'm being refreshed in my spirit while also refreshed physically. <laughs> so let the Holy Spirit take over and move beyond our own natural abilities. And remember Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. So yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Be directed by him and let him pray. That's good. I'd like to see more of that, hey, immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. I mean, how much more exciting is life going to be if we like really in that mode, hey, mm. like anything that happens, a problem, we have that attitude, oh, I'm going <laughs> to straight away pray and I'm going to see what God's going to do. Yeah, I'm excited to see. That's how we should be living, right? Mm. Definitely. Yeah. I feel sometimes like growing up in the Western world is like, I've inhibited myself yeah. in what I expect yeah, and is capable. Definitely. Like, because you read Acts and it's like, this person was raised from the dead and Paul's handkerchief healed someone. Yeah. <laughs> it was like ridiculous. And then we read, we'll do Jesus himself said, you'll do the works I did and greater works. But do we really believe that? Mm, like, yeah. you know, we don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next 
um, condition. Condition? Yes. I was like, is that the right word? Yes. Is uh, number eight, which is ask according to God's word. 1 John 5, 14 to 15 says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. And 1 John 5, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I had to add that down twice. So the key words there are according to his will. Mm. How do we know what God's will is for us? Well, his will is his word. Yeah. So we need to be in the word and aligning ourselves with what it says. And if you just think of that, sorry, Debbie, that so many people like, oh, you know, Christians, I don't know what God's will is. Like, get into the word. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's, yeah, 100%. That's exactly it. And so, yeah, with, um, yeah, and we need to align ourselves with what, it, what his word says and living our whole lives aligned with it. And when we do this, we will easily know what God's will is because it's revealed through his word. Mm. Uh, 2, uh, 2 Peter 1 4 says, Through these he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. God's promises are his will for us. And we need to pray according to God's will as he's revealed to us in his word. And we've also got um, the scripture that talks about like being transformed through the re renewing of your mind. And then you will know what yeah. God's will good. is, you know, yeah. good and pleasing. Yeah, perfect will. And so it's very clear, like the avenue to knowing his will, hey? Well, that's, sorry, yeah. just um, like discernment, you know, comes from experience. But like as you get into the word, so like, you know, what I struggled with understanding God's will in a situation 10 years ago, I'm like, well, I'm far more into the word now and understanding mm. it. So that's not as difficult because now I'm like, well, this is what the word says about this. So yep. it's um, much easier because it's all laid out for you yeah. once you get into it. Yep. Yeah. And it, yeah. And, and once you, you know what it says and you're like, okay, well, we're not scrounging for, oh, what is God's will? And, mm. you know, we, kind of can get flustered sometimes going like you say you know people are like i don't know what god's will is for my like for and my sometimes life. they like, don't well, want to know like yeah. they don't yeah. like what the word says and so i want the fun part of the yeah. promise without yeah. the conditional yeah. of yeah. applying it yeah. in obedience yeah so um in 1 chronicles 17 16 to 24 uh, king david went and sat before the lord and he said who am i lord god and what is my family that you have brought me this far and as if there, this were not enough in your sight, my God, you have spoken about the future in the house of your servant. You, Lord God, have looked on me as though I were the most exalted of men. What more can David say to you for to you for honouring your servant? For you know your servant, Lord, for the sake of your servant and according to your will, you have done this great thing and made known all these promises. There is no one like you, Lord, and there is no God but you as we have heard with our own ears. And who is like your people Israel, the one nation on earth whose God went out to redeem a people for himself and to make a name for yourself and to perform great and awesome wonders by driving out nations from before your people whom you redeemed in Egypt. You made your people Israel your very own forever and you, Lord, have become their God. And now, Lord... Let the promise that you have con have made concerning your servant and his house be established forever. Do 
do as you promised so that it will be established and that your name will be great forever. Then people will say, the Lord Almighty, the God of over Israel is Israel's God and the house of your servant David will be established before you. So in verse 23, it says, and now Lord, let the promise you have made do as you promised. Mm. He didn't just ask for whatever he asked for what God had promised for him. Yeah. Um, and in Psalm 36, sorry, 33, 6, it says, By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, their starry hosts by the breath of his mouth. And, and um, so the word and the spirit of God together brought all creation into being. When you and I bring the spirit, sorry, this is a Derek Prince quote, not my quote, <laughs> sorry. The word and the spirit of God together brought all creation into being when you and i bring the spirit and the word together then he will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think and sometimes we feel like we have to have these perfectly thought out prayers so that we can get the combination yeah just yeah. right to receive what we ask for and i love the simple words even um mary when gabriel came to tell her that she was going to mm. have a baby you know her simple words were May it be to me as you have said. Yeah. And it wasn't, she didn't have to have this grand, you know, oh, mighty God, you know, and, and this thought out prayer. It was just like, this is what you've said. Let, let it, it be. let it happen. So, and, and you see that again there, you see the submission of her heart. Yes. That she didn't yeah. even argue. Because, I mean, imagine, nah, imagine how much ridicule you would get these days, even with, which is a lot sort of more. Not like the days when she lived, you mm. know what I mean? Like there's things going on, but the ridicule if you told someone God made you pregnant mm. and her day, how much more so and out of wedlock and mm. all of that, like she could have got stoned um, and yet what's her first response? Let it be according, you know, to what you've said. I mean, how much does that show the submission of her heart and why God favoured her mm. and chose her, hey? You know that moment where God says something to you and like you're like, oh, and you flash through your mind of all the possible consequences. Like, you know, she's like, she yeah. knows what the scripture says and all the pun, and yeah, she's like, straight up, yeah, let it be. And that that is saying your will, not mine, isn't it? Yeah. In, in other words, hey, because like you say, all the possible consequences, and she still says, okay, my will there. Yeah. And I think um, just another thing I want to add here that's really important is that. God's spirit and God's word will always be in agreement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of nonsense going on in the church, in some churches, sorry, not, you know, in some churches today with, you know, people saying they're led by the spirit and coming out with all sorts of things that are contrary to the word. So you cannot be saying, God told me this. And if it contradicts the word, they will always be in agreement. So make sure that, you know, anyone coming to give you a word or prophecy or whatever, that you lo- check that it lines up with God's word. Yeah. Otherwise, don't, um, you know, take it, don't receive it. I was driving home the other day and I saw a banner and it said, Holy Spirit Carnival. And I read it and my first thought was, what? Like, that's shocking. <laughs> like, Holy Spirit and Carnival shouldn't be in the same word. And then I realized, oh, no, it's the Holy Spirit school <laughs> having, having a carnival, which, you know, like a fate. <laughs> Um, but then I was thinking more and, that, and then I felt better instantly when I realized that. And I thought, no, but you know what? That is what's happening in churches. Yeah. There is like this Holy Spirit carnival where mm. it's just this ridiculous sideshow going on and people are saying it's the Holy Spirit. Mm. 
Yeah, so the spirit and the word will always be in agreement. Yeah. yeah. So if someone comes to tell you God told me and it contradicts his word. God did not tell you. God did not Just tell you. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. a different spirit. And a lot of people are using that as well as an excuse to justify this and, mm. you know. Mm. God told you this, and it's like, but no, it contradicts his word. And because a lot of people will not be game to say to someone, no, I'm sorry God didn't tell you, because most people back off at that point because it's like you think, who am I to tell you mm. that God didn't speak to you? Yeah. But you can if, if it's contradicting the word, mm. then you can say it with confidence. I've had that exact situation where I've had to say to people, well, God told me to do this here, here, and here. Yep. If you don't think what I'm doing is correct, please come and show me where I'm wrong. Yeah. And they can't they because can't, I'm standing yeah. on God's word. Yeah. And so, then it's even yeah. worse though because they are saying, okay, well, yeah, you're right. It says that, but I'm not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, well, but that's between them and God, yeah. eh? Yeah. So, you know, I was just saying before, you know, we, we sometimes have those, feel like we have to have those carefully thought out prayers to have the right combination, so yeah. so to speak. But when we're praying and we're praying in accordance with God's will, yep. that's all the combination we need. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and you know as well what Lena, the point Lena mentioned about your heart motive and God sees that. So yeah. even if your words are not, you know, what, right. what you think um, is flowing or whatever, he sees your heart and that's yeah. what he looks at and listens to. I know a lot of people, um, even as I was growing up and even I know grown-ups now, Grown-ups, adults. <laughs> you, you, grown-ups, you're adults. growing up yourself, Debbie. <laughs> I even know adults now, I mean, like old people like me. <laughs> that you know, we, you know, you'll be in a, a prayer meeting or something, and and or in a, just any meeting, and and it'll be like, okay, everyone can pray, mm. and they don't want to pray because they're too scared to pray in a in a group, and they're like, oh, I don't know what to pray, I don't know how yeah, to pray, and yeah. and it's like, well, you know, oh, all these things. It's like, well, you don't have to have. The big words like this person no, might exactly, have, like yeah. that might just be like Ben, your husband, Lena, you know, he's, he, he's very literal. He's good with words and he just, that's just how he speaks. Whereas yeah. I might just be like, God help me, you know? And, like, yeah. and people at different stages as well yeah. and their relationship with God's different. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. Cause I often think sometimes you go around the circle and certain people won't. And I also sometimes think, you know what? And it could be like, it's good what you said, that they might be feeling intimidated, not having the words. I hadn't thought that, mm. but I just thought like, you don't have to be moved yeah, or feel moved to actually pray. It's almost yeah. like a command, you know, mm. like lift up holy hands and pray and just pray. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if you feel like it or don't feel like yeah. it, you choose to do it. Yeah. I think for most people, it's that fear of man. Of yeah. Being foolish. I don't know what to say. Everyone's and. Like that's well, I'm but glad when it you girls set it. me straight because here I've been sitting judging these people right and thinking you don't need to be moved to pray, just no, choose you to pray. Them for the fear. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll judge them, yeah, for the fear. <laughs> but that's yeah. the thing. But like, well, fear of man will prove to be a snare. Like we're yeah. not being obedient to God because mm-hmm. we're too worried about what man thinks. Yeah. Like, and then what are you missing out on? Oh, hey? exactly. Yeah. Even if it's just like let whatever is going to come out, it's going to be a vomit because yeah. I'm nervous and just. But I'm going to be faithful and just yeah. say it. Yeah. <laughs> I oftentimes feel like I'm bumbling in prayer, but yeah. I'm just like, I'm just praying for what I'm feeling like you're telling me to pray for, even though my, even yes. when we were praying tonight, you know, before yeah. we started and I'm like, I don't even know this word, but I'm just saying this word, God, but you know what I'm talking about. You know? Doesn't it like, suck when you last in the circle and everyone said the things you were going to say, right? That was my prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting thinking of what I'm going to say instead of listening Holy to your prayer. <laughs> 
That's usually why I don't mind opening in prayer. If somebody says, oh, you, can you open? I'm like, yep, sure. And that's where you said, I just, yes, Lord, I agree with everything that's been spoken here tonight. Amen. <laughs> True. <Yeah. laughs> All right. So, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, basically, um, effective prayer, for, for your prayer to be effective and heard, you need to meet the conditions, you know, and as... Um, Debbie's just said, if you pray God's word, you will be praying his will. So if you feel you don't know what his specific will is, pray his word because that is mm. his will. And so just um, just to summarize that part, um, so we can expect God to hear our prayers and to answer when we meet the conditions. And the conditions were that we come with reverent submission. So just recap what that means quickly, Lena. Oh, wow. So All the words flew out of myself. <laughs> no, no, no. Reverence submission is about just like being completely yielded to God. So it's that like that deep respect for God and you will just completely, utterly yield yourself to the will of God. Mm. So his will, your will be done, mm. not mine. And then um, the second condition, we need to have faith that God will hear us. Debbie, you want to comment on that? Yeah, like you need to believe that he's yeah. going to come yeah. through for you. Yeah. yeah, and that he will hear, he does hear us. And the Bible tells us as well that if we don't, you know, believe or expect, we're like a man that's just, you know, tossed around that you're not expecting, you know, um, your prayers to be answered. So you'll be wishy-washy anyway, won't you, if you're not yeah, really believing. No, yeah. And then we have to pray in the name of Jesus. And we spoke about how powerful. Yeah. That's the name above the every name. Yep. And at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow. That just like gives me, yeah. <laughs> and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That name is powerful. Bible also says you've exalted above all things your name and your word. Mm. You know, that's just so amazing. I was yes, just going to so. say, when you think about like, if that's, you know, to come, like using the name yeah. of Jesus now yeah. is going to have the exact same impact. Yes, yes. And I mean, that is the one thing as well, you know, you can say to, to Satan or to any demons, you know, get lost. But yeah, that's right. just you. But, like, in the name of Jesus, mm. you command them to have to listen. Yeah. But it's not because of us. It's because of that name of Jesus. Mm. Yeah, it's so powerful. All right. And then the fourth condition is that we can approach God, that we need to approach him boldly with confidence and without condemnation. And to me, that sort of ties in with number two, that we have faith. Because if we're not coming with confidence, we're not really believing, then we can't approach boldly. And if we've got that um, condemnation, that's going to undermine our faith. Mm -hmm. All right. And then the fifth one is that we ask with the right motive. So, Lena, quick one it's sentence. Pretty self-explanatory mm -hmm. for seeking our own will, our own glorification. We're not going to receive an answer. It's about bringing glory to God and praying in accordance with his will. That's right. And, and that's so important, isn't it, that we can see why it needs to be, God needs to get the glory, because otherwise then, even especially, say, to unbelievers or whatever, then it looks like we've accomplished it, mm. and so there's no purpose, you know what I mean? We want it to be that it's very clear it's God that's yeah. done it, yeah. so that they can give him glory as well. Yeah. Um, all right, and then the sixth condition is that we need to forgive people who've hurt us. And really important that even if they have not apologized or asked you for forgiveness, you cannot still justify holding on to unforgiveness. Mm. It's going to just ruin your life, create a bitter root, which is going to affect all your relationships. Mm. Um, and if and and of course, and your most, eternity. 
yeah, the most important thing God says, mm. if you do not forgive, he won't yeah. forgive us. And that's like, a, you know, you don't want to be in that place. Mm. And then the um, seventh condition is that we were directed by the Holy Spirit. And again, we talked about being really um, making sure that the word of God lines up with what you think you're hearing. Mm. Mm. You know, because there's a, a lot of movement now with people saying the Holy Spirit's told them this or leading them here or there or whatever. If it's not lining up with the word of God, then it is not the Holy Spirit, yeah. but another spirit. Yeah. And and that's really crucial that you take everything. The word of God is your filter and you've got to line everything up with that. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. And then the eighth condition is that we ask according to God's word. And if you're asking according to his word, you will be asking according to his will. Mm -hmm. And the scripture tells us if we ask according to his will, we know that he hears us and we have what we've asked of yeah. him. So um, I love that, um, you know, I'd often be praying for unsaved family and I'll bring God's word before him where that scripture, where your word says, Lord, if I ask according to your will, you'll hear me and I'll have what I ask. And then your word also says it's not your, it is your, not your will that any should perish, mm -hmm. you know, so really. But again, um, even in that subjecting it to God's will and not holding him ransom. Oh, your word says this, so you have to, you yeah. know what I mean? It's still the right heart and the, the right yeah. submission and God will work out what yeah. he needs to work, you know, what yeah. he's going to work out. All right, so we're just going to leave you with a scripture to encourage you. So Debbie, do you want to read 1 John 5 for us, please? Yeah, 1 John 5, 14 and 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he, he that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. All right. Let's wrap it up. Um, if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can go onto our website, www.life-house.net. Um, again, we encourage you just to get into the word for yourself and um, just start developing those good prayer habits and getting some good answers because you're going along with those conditions of good, effective prayer. And remember, any unforgiveness that you might be holding on to, deal with it. Don't wait. Mm, do not wait. All right. We'll uh, catch you next time. Bye.